Hi, and welcome to Mousebirds, your family vacation planning experts. Mousebirds is brought to you by the Tomorrowland Travel Authority Vacations Travel Agency. TTA Vacations specializes in helping you plan your Disney, Universal, and Cruise Line vacations. To take advantage of our free planning services, contact us at ttavacations at gmail.com. Our show hosts are your agents, so contact us to have us help plan your dream family vacation today. Hi, and welcome back to Mousebirds, your family vacation planning experts. I'm Ron, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Rachel and Laurel. Hey, guys. Yo-ho, yo-ho, pirate's life for me. And once again, we are heading to set sail with Disney Cruise Line. And we're talking about the big reveal of the Disney treasure. Disney's newest cruise ship, which will be coming out uh, with its maiden voyages in December of next year, December 2024. Uh, Christmas week, which I think is an interesting time to launch a cruise ship. Oh, agreed. I mean, all of the original promotional material... I'm assuming, is going to have a holiday decor in it. So it'll be kind of fun and different than what they've done before. I'm actually only giving it a 50-50 chance they're even going to bother having the merriest stuff aboard because I think with the amount of, like, vloggers and, like, media that are going to be on that first cruise, you're going to want to show off the regular ship and not highlight that stuff. I mean, I totally agree with you, but, oh, my God, wouldn't it be so magical if they had the tree? Oh, Okay. You have to talk a little louder sometimes. Wouldn't it be so magical if they had the tree? Um, we'll find out. I don't think we're going to find out till usually there's a press sailing before that. Um, so we'll see there. And so let's just talk about some of the things that are the same and different. Uh, the ship, the layout is, and the amenities are almost the same as the wish. We're just going to see a few different changes and shows and venues and theming. Um, so let's start with where the sh- your cruise starts in the Grand Hall. So like the Wish, the atrium is going to be the Grand Hall with a golden statue in the middle, a chandelier show, and uh, some different entertainment. You've got some cafes off to the side and a slide down to the kids' club. But the theme here is you know, adventure themed with the treasure and you're walking into a dark blue and gold. It looks like it's going to be Agrabah. Yeah. It's going to be Agrabah. And then there's going to be a statue with uh, Aladdin and Jasmine, which, uh, and the carpet and the Don't carpet forget, Carpet is yes, a character. Yes. Yes. Our daughter is super obsessed with Jasmine and carpet and the whole thing. <laughs> so The renderings look great. I think, I think the coloring might be a little dark, but that could just be the renderings. I, yeah, I agree. I, I have a, a feeling it's going to be um, a little bit brighter and lighter than what is probably, you know, visual right now in all the different artwork. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I hope it stays that dark personally. I, know. <laughs> I think it's a little too bright and airy in the wish from the videos. I haven't, we have, none of us have been on the wish, uh, we should say, but yeah, from the videos I see, it's, I like the look of the old ships. I like that nautical feel. So this at least brings in some of that color. Like, it's not to say it's an almost opposite coloring being blues and gold as opposed to red and gold. But it, I like that. feels more homey when it feels, it's darker. It also has, like, more of a Disney traditional color palette. 
Um, but like Rachel said, Rachel really loves the darker color palette. <laughs> so, you know, it's going to appeal to a bunch of people, though. I'm sure it will. But I, I really like the theme um, to that. And to go along with that, you're going to have more adventure-themed rooms. We saw uh, we saw Aladdin theme in some of the rooms. Uh, the concierge room seemed to be Lion King themed. Mm -hmm. uh, the suites were themed off Bagara and Raja. Yes, that's correct. And then the tower suite is... Epcot. Yeah, it's future as the adventure themed, and it's the Tomorrowland, or, no, or the, sorry, it's not Tomorrowland. That's the Tomorrow Tower Suite that takes yeah. over inside the funnel. And it's really themed to like Spaceship Earth geometries and Epcot and all kinds of cool stuff. Like it looked like there were like fireworks in the kids' bunk room and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so if you have a, you know, probably anywhere between 20, 30 or more thousand dollars to spend on a cruise, that's the uh, suite for you on this ship. Oh, agreed. They did say that um, there will be additional themes for these standard state rooms, uh, you know, that, that may include uh, other, you know, adventure related topics like Up or Pocahontas, uh, you know, maybe even Tarzan. There, There's very little information has come out. Just there's some speculation mm -hmm. and, and whatnot, but I think it'll be exciting to see which... Uh, characters and different ip get incorporated yeah on the wish there's i think two princesses per deck have the theming in the regular state rooms so i'm assuming it'll be something similar yeah like what each end yeah. yeah and i don't know if they repeat on the wish um i haven't really heard that but i know it's like one's supposed to be like the ports princess and one's the starboard princess so we'll see how those go out but the rooms are going to be very similar to what we've seen on the wish, just with slightly different colors and themings. Um, I think they're actually looked like from the quick, we only saw really quick shots of the renderings of the rooms, but I think they might've put a little more storage in, which I know was a big problem for some people on the wish. Well, keep in mind, this is going to be seven night cruises as opposed to three or four nights. Right. And so I think, they're clearly catering to that need. <laughs> hopefully it has more storage. Hopefully. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so let's go on to, I think, what everybody's big things are, is the dining venues. Uh, 1923 and Worlds of Marvel will be returning from the Disney Wish. Yes, but but with some additional, you know, little unique features. Yeah, so. there'll be a little different theming and, and different artifacts and artwork inside 1923. Right, everything's going to be Adventureland themed or adventure-related theming. And Worlds of Marvel will continue with the Quantumania or uh, whatever the Ant-Man show is, Quantum something. I uh, forget the name of it offhand. Uh, but they will be doing a second show because, once again, The, wi the Wish is going to continue its three- and four-night Bohemian sailings while the Treasure is going to take over the Eastern and Western uh, Caribbean sailings that the Fantasy has been doing since it came into the fleet and that the Wonder had done before that. So you, you're going to get two nights in every restaurant plus your pirate night, basically. Um, and so the third restaurant, and this is a great concept. This is what a lot of people thought was coming from the first time we saw concept art for this at the D23 Expo, is going to be Plaza de Coco Yay. as the kind of dinner theater show, uh, the dinner in the round that will be replacing the Arendelle Frozen restaurant from the Disney Wish, uh, with two different shows. Uh, one will feature Miguel's family, the live family, and then will be 
his kind of Day of the Dead family will be in the second show. And it's just a celebration of music and family and and all Mexican themed mariachi bands. It looks great from what we've seen. I'm kind of really excited for this. This looks like the best of the dinner shows that I've seen on uh, this will be, I guess, the fourth one of these type of shows. Oh, yeah. I'm actually really excited to find out more about the menus. Oh, for sure. But I don't know. Tangled on the Magic, to me, is still a really fantastic experience. I mean, obviously, we have not experienced Frozen yet, the Frozen dinner show on the Wish yet. But I, I don't know. A lot of people really look like they're having a great time. So I I think this one is really just, I agree with you guys in the sense that Coco is really going to really hit a hit a home run out of the out of the park if you know as they say because i think that i think that there's just a bigger wider audience for coco yes um, whereas frozen and tangled tend to kind of really uh go for specific audiences or really more into that princess theme right or like the young the really young kids i think coco is going to yes. really just like you said i think there's a much wider audience of age groups Mm-hmm. Uh, and a, a wider audience of, uh, you know, different types of guests who are really just going to enjoy it. And it has more of a themed menu. Like, yeah. Siana's Place has a New Orleans themed menu. I think um, most yeah. people know what that is. I think, like, the slight ways they tried to Scandinavianize the menu for Norway. I've heard of the three restaurants, it's the worst of the three foods, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, just from that. I really love Tiana's restaurant. Not that bad, but yeah, no, Tiana's, I. Yeah, the food was great. As a person who grew up in South Louisiana, I thought it was better than your average Disney version of New Orleans Cajun food. Um, and I also appreciated, um, the variety of different things that were available on the menu. Yeah. I mean, it was perfectly decent gumbo and it's just not. You're not going to get an authentic spice level is what I'll say. Right, right. You're going to get some authentic flavor, but you're not going to get authentic spice I mean, with it. Yeah, it's Disney and Disney spice. I yeah. think you're going to see that with the Mexican fare. Because yeah. um, uh, the Mexico pavilions are out. The restaurants are all outsourced, so they're not going to be able to just copy those menus. But I've always been impressed whenever we went to any of those. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Donald's Cantina, which is returning on this, the whole – or the uh, – Mickey and Friends Festival of Foods is returning. Not sure all the individual restaurants are, but considering how popular and high rated Donald's Cantina is, I think that will be coming back. And same thing with the barbecue place. Mm -hmm. And of course, you're going to have like, so that's there. Uh, Marceline Market, I think, is returning. Yeah, they did say Marceline Market's returning, although there isn't information yet on whether the actual, like the interior theming is going to change. It might just be exactly the same. Uh. And then you're going to just see some different themings in the cafes. Oh, yeah, the cafes. So they said that there's going to be... Hey, Hey Cafe is going to be one of the non-cove coffee shops off the atrium. Moana-themed Hey, Hey Cafe. And then there's going to be... The Jade Cricket? Jade Cricket, correct. He's the lucky cricket from Mulan. So there's going to be the the two, like, non-cove cafe. And then I believe Cove Cafe is going to be returning, but no information yet on theming. Yeah. And then uh, Enchante, Paulo Steakhouse, and The Rose. Uh, the adult dining options are going to be returning as well. Oh, and then there's a special, I'm going to leave this up to you, Rachel, because you're super excited about it. There's a special sweet shop coming. 
Yes, Jumbo's Sweet Shop. I mean, super excited about that for sure. I absolutely love Zootopia. So I, I could tell exactly what it was immediately whenever <laughs> whenever they started showing the images. Um, but it, it's it looks really fun. I mean, and I've done some of the other sweet shops on the other boats, but this one, the theme looks the best. I mean, it, it, to me, this looks better than the one um, for uh, Inside uh, Out, Vanellope von Schweetz. Oh, yeah, okay. Vanellope von Schweetz is really cool. This and one looks like you're literally walking into the ice cream shop in Zootopia. <laughs> exactly. So these are this one's actually not like the adult dining. This is going to be an upcharge restaurant. That is correct. And it's not a lot for a Sunday or some or a little cupcake. I, I wonder what their version of the Mickey Pants Sunday is going to be. Do you think it's going to be like like something with peanuts on top? <laughs> so we were saying, are they going to? I think Rachel brought this up. Are they going to bring in the giant ice pops? Yes, the jumbo pops. Jumbo pops, or like or the, the little the little the pops with saying? the with the paw prints. I mean. It, the paw print ice they, they really could they really have some great opportunities to do some really fun uh treats for for real in this shop so yeah, really uh, i i have high expectations i know the inside out one people really love like the memory balls that are filled yeah. filled with candy and stuff like that so hopefully mm-hmm. that continues on here with that I, is that all the dining let's talk about the bars the bars that we know so we haven't heard if nightingales or the Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge will be returning. Those spaces have not been talked about yet. Uh, a lot of people are speculating a Haunted Mansion bar taking over one of those. Um, they did show an X-Wing on some of the like treasure artwork, so the Hyperspace Lounge might be returning, and then the Haunted Mansion might take over Nightingales, or by, you know the other way around. We don't know a thing about those two. Uh what I will—it's not the atrium bar, but it's kind of the main lounge in the center of the ship, which was mm-hmm. the bayou. In the wish is going to be what's the skits jungle cruising skipper? Oh landing. yeah, the the skipper's society. Yes, skipper society. yes, based off of the jungle cruise storylines. I think that one looks like the best of all the things. I know, like everyone's probably really excited about like the periscope bar that's going to be kind of like based off of. Um, the um, 20,000 20, Lazy. I, I will say, looks like a super exciting British steampunk pub. But I think um, that this, you know, larger space is going to be a really great, like, family oriented space where you can, like, lounge throughout the day. So I, I'm really excited for the skipper space. Yeah. And they show, like, since beignets were kind of the signature snack. Oh, yeah, that's true. They're going to have wish. to. That's what I think they showed off a like waffle snack. Yes. It's going to be one of the, I, I'm assuming he's going to be the signature snack for uh, the Skipper Society. That'd be a good waffle. Um, and then, <laughs> it looked like, a, looked like a liege waffle of sorts. Yeah. Like a liege waffle. Um, ooh, yeah. I hope it's one of those waffles that has like the sugar, like the, all the crystallized sugar and stuff on the inside. If you, oh, the, those are amazing. They're like, it's like candy inside the waffle. <laughs> And then the other bar we learned about was the Periscope Pub based off 20,000 Leagues. And they said there's going to be not only homages, uh, not only homages to the movie, but also to the old Walt Disney World attraction. Yes. 
the squid is going to be represented. You're going to. In the floor, I yeah. believe. And then the ceiling, I believe, is supposed to be like, I mean, again, there's very little information, but I guess it's supposed to be like if you could look up into the ceiling, it's like you're looking into the ocean. So we don't know if that means there's going to be like screens or if there's going to be special light shows imprinted into the ceiling. Like we don't know yet. Um, well, you know, place. it would be really, it would be so cool if they took that experience and really like upped it more like Trader Sam's where like you kind of had this real like campy experience with the bartenders and, you know, they really just kind of really up to the ante, if you will, yeah. because I feel like that's very lacking on the ships. Yeah. Um, I think that for me was what was lacking with the interesting themes they chose for the wish. It's like here you have this opportunity to really do a redesign and reconcept of your bars, but instead they kind of just really made them like basic themed bars. But I I'm, Obviously, I know I'm going like far fetched here. I know that they're they're probably not going to do that, but it would be so cool if, if they. I actually agree. Uh, Ron and like I were. It's so funny you're saying this, Rachel. We actually were talking about the same thing. Like, what is the possibility of them being able to create the entertaining bar experience like you get at Trader Sam's? And I just don't think it's logistically an option on the cruise line they in the way that it is at least on land. Sam's doesn't get the turn. Like people sit and don't drink as much and stuff like this. So I think they're great concepts, but they're not as high revenue. That's why the drinks are so expensive. Right, right, right. Because everyone wants to get one and get the cups. I was about to say that they're heavily reliant on the merchandise piece behind it. Um, And I think the other piece of this too is that you are dealing with a different kind of revolving schedule with the staff on the cruise line that may make it a little more challenging to be trained in this environment and working in other bars that, you know what I mean? So it it just might not be the most logical thing when it comes to how things, how everybody works on the cruise as a team. And while like also, well, you have never had any problem communicating with anybody on the cruise line. Uh, a lot of the staff is not American. That's true. So a lot of the like the humor and jokes that are language reliant might not translate always so well if it's not your first language. Uh, and I think that's it for the lounges we've seen. I think there's maybe one or two others that haven't been announced yet. The so venue we saw differently was Sarabe will be replacing the Luna Lounge, which is kind of the meeting space where they hold like game shows or bingo or things like that. Like it's uh I think there's a bar attached to it, but it's more of like um the like family lounge. That's yeah. a D lounge on the older ships. It'll be interesting yeah. to see what they end up doing theming wise with like some of their more public forum spaces like the theater and um, like for the stage shows and for the movie theater and like you said for like their version of the D lounge. Well, so, so you mentioned a few things. The Neverland and Wonderland theaters are returning, so we're going to get two small movie theaters again. That uh, that's whatever it is, and then the Walt Disney Theater will be returning with the uh, Seize the Adventure show, will be re- which is the like first night show on the Wish which is kind of the 
uh, jukebox Disney show where all the Disney characters come out and sing songs. It's a shorter show. Uh, people seem to really like it, though. And then the one of the Broadway shows they've announced, well, the one they announced is a Beauty and the Beast based off the live action yeah, version, which yeah. exists on existing ships, but they might be a new take. We don't really know too much. And then there will be a third Broadway show, which they haven't announced yet. Yep. So more magic to come. Looks like there's going to also be the Hero Zone again. So they're yes. going to bring that back on this ship, too. We Here, should also talk a little bit about the water spaces. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the actual, all the water spaces are returning in the same way. The Aqua Mouse is returning. There's, this is getting a third uh, adventure. So the search for the golden egg or something like that, mm-hmm. which is actually going to be put on the wish as well. Uh, at I think some it, point. it's probably going to debut on this one before they end up adding it to the other. So they'll just rotate those through the different days. So if you go on day one, you'll get the frozen event, the icy one, the abominable snowman one. The next day you'll get the undersea. And the third day you'll get this one, which is based off like a hunt around uh, some pyramids or something like that, just from what we've seen for the artwork. Uh, the rest of the deck layout is going to be the same as The Wish. Seven pools, kid pool, family pool, quiet, uh, there's the quiet cove area in the back of the ship, which... The same splash pad, the Toy Story splash pad's going to be there. Yeah, which is probably what the Toy Story dinosaur th- pictures we saw on mm-hmm. the treasure map were. Uh, the kid's space is um, looks to be almost identical, except for the slide going down is Jungle Book themed instead of Alice in Wonderland themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a, a lot of it, the Dream and the Fantasy were very, very similar when they came out. And I think this is the same thing again. They're just kind of changing a few themes here and there. I think that there's a lot more things that seem to be special and unique between these two ships that versus what was special and unique uh, between the dream and the fantasy. But it, it, it I guess we'll, it, you know, we'll find out more to come. <laughs> I know we're most familiar with the magic and the wonder. And a lot of things that made those ships unique were things that came in later, like the dry docks, like when they changed the restaurants on those ships have changed a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, like, because of the different shows and the different, like, Rapunzel versus Tiana. You get different venues and different experiences there. So that they were very similar when they launched too. But I like the changes. But the big thing to me is I'm not a three or four person or three or four night cruiser. I think there's people that the three or four nights are great for. They're great if you're doing a shorter Disney World trip and you want to add that on. Or they're great for... Uh, people who live in Florida or people who cruise a lot and just don't always have time to do the seven nights and want to throw in a shorter, uh, cheaper cruise than the seven nights. Uh, but we are not normal. We, we don't normally do the shorter cruises. So yeah, it would be nice. We, to we be usually lean towards a minimum of five days. Um, although I would say seven days is probably like closer to our sweet spot, but we have to, we have to travel almost every port. Yes. Boston gets some cruise ships, but it's Not, very yeah. limited and yeah, the, they're the, small. They tend to be smaller ships and not like the biggest and best, which we are yeah. looking forward to. So 
I really, I definitely think we're going to be looking at the treasure, probably not the inaugural, obviously. It, the inaugurals go for like three or four times what a regular fair goes for. So you're talking about like a seven nights probably going to be like, I guess like eight grand for just an interior, but that's, I can't, we haven't seen any pricing yet. This is just. Yeah, but no, no, uh, no pricing is going to be available until September 20th. Right. Well, September 12th is the Pearl Castaway Club date. So we'll, those prices will all be available then. Uh, and then they'll do the release schedule with booking for the general public available on the 20th. So, uh, Certain places you'll be able to see the pricing and track on that. I think uh, Scott Sanders and the DCL blog is usually one of the best places to look. That's where we, you know, we can look up pricing, but uh, for individuals, but like when we just want to take a general look at a trend, he's somebody I've always used as a resource. Uh, so these are probably going to be, my guess would be, Comparable to prices on the fantasy is running now, but maybe a, a slight bump between it, probably 10%-ish. Yeah. yeah. Just because it's a new ship and there's more demand. But the way Disney, it's Disney still uses these three and four, nine, the seven night as their standard sailings, while the older ships get moved to do cooler itineraries. Yeah. More unique, interesting places. So uh, it, I think either way, it's going to be important to book your trips early for this particular um, launch, just because many of the early dates are going to sell out really fast. And if you want to get spring dates again, super, which is my ideal time <laughs> to go to the Caribbean uh, versus like going in the summer, then, you know, again, those dates are going to book up really fast. Obviously the next ideal dates are probably going to fall within early to late summer into the, ne to the fall. Uh, and we're happy to help you book any of these. Uh, I think the first one, the platinum is already going to be on sale by the time this episode comes out. But if you're looking at booking, uh, you know, the treasure or any other Disney cruise, we're happy to help you. We do give onboard credit when you book on a Disney cruise. Uh, that uh, So we do, uh, you know, that's like if you book through Disney yourself, you're not going to get our prices are always going to be the same as Disney's. Plus you get that onboard credit back. Uh, but one thing I do want to warn you about booking very early cruises uh, and this happened on the wish. This happens on most new ship launches. Don't expect everything to be working and ready. Yes. It took a very long time for that uh, AR game on the wish it took months. And for the, uh, I think the, one of the shows, I can't remember with the little mermaid or Aladdin, which one was the one that was delayed. Yeah. They only had two shows for the first like few weeks I think it's the first couple of months. Uh, yeah, so don't expect everything to be running smoothly on your first cruise. So if you have that, I have to be first, you're one, going to pay for it, and two, you're not going to be first on everything because I guarantee something is not going to be working on that first cruise. Uh, so that's my thoughts on that. Rachel, do you, are you excited for this shit? I am absolutely excited for this ship. I'm more excited for this ship than I was for the wish, to be honest. Um, just the theming really is, I think more up my alley. 
Um, I think that they have really taken an opportunity to do more adult themed experiences, whereas the wish has a real, it's a fantastic youthful, youthful, um, intention of gathering the littles. If you know what I'm saying, um, <laughs> well, it is it, fantasy land themed. <laughs> yes, and it, it the intention of the wish is really to, uh, I think, be a place that is more for the younger kids. And it's not that adults can't enjoy it and have a good time. Absolutely, adult adults will, particularly people who are Disney adults. But um, the the themes that I tend to relate to more are not those fantasy themes some most of the time which is why the treasure is really more appealing to someone like me because i tend to already gravitate more towards those adventure style stories to begin with so it's like they finally are speaking to me uh so so yes absolutely very excited for the treasure uh i i am not looking forward to the prices I do think that it takes a little bit of time for these ships' prices to kind of come down to a more reasonable level. Yeah. And then, but eventually they do kind of peter out and uh, they they kind of start to level out a little bit. But in the very beginning, I expect the prices will be kind of high. And with Disney, and I would say with most other cruise lines, booking early is always going to be your best price, especially yes. on these popular cruises, popular ships. Very rarely are you going to get any kind of sale with disney you might get a guarantee cabin available if you wait but those aren't always available and disney's discount on the guarantee rates are probably still closer to what you're going to pay uh when the uh, booking first comes out as opposed to some of the other cruise lines which will really drop those guarantee rates as you get closer to try and fill inventory disney knows they usually don't have that problem yeah Well, I think that's it uh, for this week's Mouse Birds. Uh Once again, uh, if you want to book the Disney Treasure or any other Disney cruise or Walt Disney World or Universal Vacation, please reach out to our travel agent sponsor, uh, the TTA Vacations, Tomorrowland Travel Authority Vacations. You'll be getting one of your hosts here as your agent, and we're happy to help you plan your trip. And once again, we do give onboard credit uh, depending on your cruise uh with a disney cruise vacation so on behalf of my co-hosts uh thank you guys and have a good night have a good night see you real soon